We are in Sefer Yeshayahu, Peret Lamed Hey, Pasuk Alev Yisusim Midvar Vetzia. And uh, on a personal note, it's very nice to welcome back our engineer, our audio engineer, as well as a Talmud extraordinaire, Jeremiah, from an extended vacation in Simcha in Eretz Yisrael. And have in person here Harry Schlachter, a devoted uh, listener, but to have him here in person is a special privilege. So with that, Lamed Hay follows, of course, Lamed Dalit. We learned in Lamed Dalit of an apocalyptic vision in the Achris Hayomim of the destruction of what we refer to as Edom. Edom is leveled, it is devastated. There is no vegetation, there is no growth, there are no people. It's just wild animals with a perennial fire burning day and night. A truly horrifying vision of what happens, says Yeshayot, to the enemies of, of Israel. Lamid Hay, to the contrary, is the polar opposite. It gives you a messianic vision of a verdant, blooming Yerushalayim, a rebuilt Eretz Yisrael, a glorious rebirth of the nation of Israel. And this polar opposite should not really be surprising. We know, in fact, we have a very strong tradition that Edom, and Yisrael can never both be ascendant. One has to be on top of the war, and one in a downward trajectory. And you get it really as a basic source in Toldos, Parshas Toldos in Bereshis, when Rivka uh, is having a very difficult pregnancy and goes to seek guidance in the yeshiva of Shem Ve'ever. Vayomer Hashem Law, it says, Kaddish Barakun tells us, Shnei goyim bevitneich, there are two nations in your stomach, that's what you are carrying, Ushnei le'umim me'ameich yiporedu, and two nations will be separated. Ula'om mil'om ye'amatz, and they will pass, the power will pass from one regime to the other, and the elder shall serve the younger. Rav Yavod Sa'ir. So we see it is preordained, predestined, that for some reason they cannot be reigning on top at the same time. If Edom's on top, then Yisrael's on the bottom and vice versa. And we see that in, in the Gemara in Megillah, Perik, I'm sorry, Daf Vav Amud Aleph. And let me read it to you. Caesarea um, Yerushalayim, Caesarea, which of course was the capital of the Roman occupation. So it's Edom. Kisari Yishalayim, im yomru lecha adam charvu shtehem. If someone says both of them have been destroyed, Caesarea and Yishalayim, al-tamin, do not believe it. The yashvu shtehem 
altamin. If he says both are settled and prosperous, do not believe it. Charva kisare the Yushalayim. If he says that Caesarea is laid waste and Yushalayim is settled, Charva Yushalayim the Yushra Kesari and Jerusalem is laid to Caesarea is settled to Tamin. You will be allowed to believe that. In other words, that in Maleozu, Charvazu. In Maleozu, Charvazu, one is prosperous and filled, the other is laid waste. One is always ascendant, one is always subjugated. And so even in our, our own parrot, the Radak points that out, that you can't have both. If one is Charva, the other is prosperous. And that's what the Navi is telling us as well. So the Navi begins, Lamed Hey, Yisasam Mimidbar As we say again, this is a beautifully prophetic vision of the restored glory of Yerushalayim and Eretz Yisrael. So Yisasam Midavar Vitsiya, the wilderness and the parched land will rejoice, they will yasisu. Uh, and the Sogel Arava, the desert will bloom, the Sifra Kivachatzelet, it will blossom like a lily. Paro Tifra the Sogel, it will burst in glory and joy, Atkila, the Ranan Kavod Havonon, the Hadar HaKarmel Vasharon, and the Lavanon, which is the, the mighty forests with the cedars, and Carmel, which we know is one of the beautiful areas traditionally of Israel, and the Sharon, the valley, etc. All three of them will blossom. Hashem uh, They will see the glory of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Um, just point out, Lavanon has a metaphorical meaning as well, that it is a word expression used for the Beis Hamikdash. Lavan is white, the purity of the Beis Hamikdash, and that means it will blossom as well, which incidentally, the Mephoshim hold this could be literal, and it could be metaphorical as well, but it is meant even as literal. There will be just a rebirth, rebirth of Eretz Yisrael. Uh, and now, Kaddish Baruch Hu turns to Yishayo, and what he's telling him in the next Pasuk is to direct these remarks to the Nevi'im, to the leaders, because they have to give chizot to the rest of the people of Bnei Yisrael who are waiting for this, are just anticipating it, and it may not come as fast as they would like it. So, chazku yadayim rafos uverkayim kasholos imatsu. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm Rufos uh, Uberkayim, uh, the weak knees, the stumbling knees, Amatsehu, strength. In other words, keep hope alive. It is not going to happen right away. Moreover, Imrul and Imhare Lev, speak to those of impatient hearts. Literally, we'll see what that means. Al Tiro, do not despair. That the Kaddish Baruch is coming and he will save you. So Nimharim, or Nimharim, that expression, is the impatient. 
and they are impatient, say, the Mephorshim, in an inappropriate way. Um, they want the arrival of the Mashikos, and they are impatient and anxious, and it's not appropriate, and we're going to see uh, what the Rambam has to say about the impatience of these people. At that time, the eyes of the blind will see and the ears of the deaf will hear. And it, what it means, of course, is that up till now, the Nevi'im have failed to penetrate with their words to the people of Israel. It's as if they were deaf and it's as if they could not see. That will end. They will, people will be hungry for the words of Torah and for the words of <coughs> the Nevi'im. Then the lame, the imagery there is will jump like a deer, will have the mobility of a deer and the tongue of the mute. Uh, so Lashon Elaine, they will rejoice. Why? Because waters will flood the desert and the barren areas will burst with um, streams and rivers. Of course, we know that metaphorically, Mayim refers to Torah, and that is what is going to happen on that day that the, um, the waters burst forth. And by the way, unfortunately, say this could be literal, but it's certainly metaphorical that the deaf and the mute, and if I'm not mistaken, we have um, a Shabbat Brachos that refers to this Yaron. So it is a literal interpretation of that. Continues the Nabi on Zion. That the land will become a uh, land filled with waters and thirsty people, uh, springs of water will relieve people's thirst. Um, the dwelling which the uh, serpent dwells in and is concealed will be a pasture uh, for reeds. There will be vegetation. And this, of course, is the prophecy fulfilled with um, Rabbi Akiva, that famous Gemara where he's walking on the ruins of the temple and there are foxes in the devastation and they weep and he laughs saying that he knows when he sees this that that will be the prophecy, will be redeemed, that animals will be gone, we're going to come to that again, and that instead there will be beautiful growth and beautiful uh, rebuilt Beis Hamikdash. Um, moreover, to continue the metaphor, there will be a highway, a tremendous highway. Uh, whenever it's misalul, it usually means a highway going up, so that would be metaphorical to the base hamikdash. The derech derech hakodesh They will call it literally the holy highway, and miraculously, lo there will be no. A person in a state of tumor and defilement going up. The will be a road that uh, 
fools will not say, they will not be allowed on it. Everybody will have achieved a level of, of Torah and a level of Yerashamayim, um, that it will be just be for the pure, those who are going to worship at the rebuilt base Hamikdash. And to continue that metaphor of, of Rabbi Akiva, Lo Yesham Aryeh Ufritz Chayos, there will be no lions, no predatory beasts, they will not be fine. Everyone will go up in redemption. And so at the end, it's the end of the Gullus now. Pejuye Hashem is redeemed, and the point the Mephoshim stress, it's Pejuye Hashem. Those redeemed by Hashem will return as contradistinguished from what we say in the Navi of Pidjon Koresh, for example, that those who came back from Babel are called the redeemed of Koresh. No, there will be no human intervention in their redemption. It is purely the Kodesh Baruch Hu, who Paduye Hashem Yashuvun, Uvod Sion Barina, they will come in joy, the Simchas Olam Arosham, the joy of the world, Sason Simcha, the joy, and they again appearing in Sheva Brothers, Yasigu Venasu Yogon Va'anacha. They will be driven away, Yogon sighs, and Nachanacha, the uh, moaning, the heaviness of, of mourning. And some of Fortune say Yogon stands for Yogon, Greece, and um, the other, Simcha Yanacha, sorry, is Rome, that it is symbolic for them. So we see here <clears throat> a beautiful vision of the future, a redeemed people of Israel, a redeemed Jerusalem, a rebuilt based Hamikdash, and of course, the caveat there is we don't know when. And so, let us conclude with something we've had from the Rambam, who of course nobody says it as well as the Rambam. Let me quote, and it is the last thing practically he says in that masterwork, Mishneh Torah. Let me read it. V'chol elu hadvarim, all these prophecies, that spring out of that, lo yoda adam hayhiyu adshigiyu. Man will not know what they are, when they are, until they are. Shadvarim stumim heim etzel hanavim. Even the nevim don't know. It is hidden from the nevim. Gam hachachamim. They have no real knowledge as to when this is going to happen. Learn the psukim. There is no order to this. Then concludes the Rambam. Don't Busy yourself. Don't delve in to the deeper meanings of the Agadah. Don't expand or waste time on the um, complexity of the Midrashim. 
האומרים בעניינים אלו that are said on this thing, וכיוצאי מהון, לא יוסינו איכר, איכר, don't elevate this to a, like a level of learning and discipline, שאינן מביאים לא לידי אבא, understanding this or trying to fathom this doesn't bring you to a greater love, ולא לידי ירא, a greater sense of fear, וכן לא יחשב הקיצים, don't busy yourself with the end, when this is going to happen, as we have said it. And so again, in the words of the Rambam, these things will happen when they happen. And so our hope is sooner rather than later, but we just do not know. Now, if you're missing the narratives and those wonderful stories that we had in Malach and Bez, happily in the next two or three prakim, the Navi goes back almost verbatim to the text in Malach that described the victory of Sancheirev and the glorious era of Hizkiyahu, 8.45 a.m. tomorrow, Adkan.